When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which is acidic, which is incredibly bitter, which is, I mean, salty, borderline inedible. But at the end of the day, hateful. Yeah, hateful, hateful. But at the end of the day, mild sweetness at the end. Just like a little, you know what it is? A little thin mint. (laughs) A little sprinkle. Just like like a little sprinkly dingle of of just, but mainly hate. let's talk about danielle do we not hate danielle yeah has has this taken a turn for the big ed worse like she i mean i didn't expect it i didn't expect it oh you know what we forgot to get pictures of them again oh uh oh yeah like i I was like wow you know i just like put up a bunch of pictures but i know you mean like they're actual whatevers but i don't care we're talking about these people honey i mean yeah like i always feel so bad because he's so tall and like you know uh no bed is comfortable for him like look at him like half his body's up against the wall here's the good news is he's so tall that was not upset that he has his shoes still on because they're not touching the bed i mean yeah She's just the smallest usurper of this tall hung man, you know? Like I just I, I just find her to be a a little thief. <laughs> little bandit. We should call her the blonde blonde bandit, honey. She is. This the bl- little curvy mean asshole. But let's start with him since we're here. Mhm. It's just so much to say. I have, I have so many thoughts and I don't want to let it go. In fact, I, I literally want to start backwards and go <laughs> start at the last scene, but I know we can't. Okay, so here we get this little mean devil. Cuidado. Cuidado. <laughs> you no, must I have see- never driven in your own country before. You're so stupid and young and stupid in your own country. Like every, you know, like he drives every day, you bitch. Yeah. You know what? Here's, I mean, I'm going to say I'm the reason why I think that Danielle is Latina is because she only has one L in her name. And that's a very like Latina way of spelling Danielle. So I'm going to go on ahead and say that she's like, just anyways, there's my, there's my thought on that. She is a little monster. She um, has gone to this country to find a man that she can control because men have been mean to her all of her life. And she is taking it out on Johan. Wow. That's the only thing I can say. That I mean, then we get to his house and there are muchas gentes, you know, just like muchas, muchas gentes. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. like not only has he not left the home, but his sisters has, haven't left and their loved ones and children. Like so many people 
So I don't know. Did you notice? Did you notice if it, the man who was talking was his father? Did you notice any other men there? No, no. But that man, I mean, they all seem to love Daniela and she just came in, honey, como esta, como esta, honey, 16 times, you know, just like in this, you know, just, and yeah, he's like, they all go loco for her. You know, they just love her, you know, and as well as they all have the dream he does, which yes. is for him to get his ass to America and work, you know? And so she's, she's there. She makes an interesting remark, which is like, listen, like a, you know, I, we, we don't stay there because a, it's a lot of people, which is a 16 fucking people. And there's no, there's not air conditioning. And then she also then says, but after 24 hours, I get mean. Oh and I was God. like, you are already obnoxious and the fact that you think you get bad after a certain time even makes me see that off camera you're even worse we're seeing we're seeing the best daniela we can you yeah know what I'm saying? and i just think i'm a i'm a i can be a rude person but how is it that someone just so blatant disrespectful and rude has a husband and i'm over here just like trying to get by you know mm -hmm. um anyways so whew, we have the pleasantries with the family and mm -hmm. then we go into his bedroom and she says that you know hey i know you thought you know 20 minutes ago that you were going to be going to the u.s but the answer is like you're not going to be going to the u.s like i want to live here i want peace i want happiness and I want to um, vivir aquí, you know? And he's like, you don't understand. In his confessionals, he says that she doesn't have a clear idea of what it's like in DR and that it's not a vacation, um, you know, and it's it's different. But then I think he's like, you know what? I just have to let her see how hard it is to make a buck here and how hard it is to get ahead here. So he's devised a plan in his mind where he's like, listen, okay, we'll stay here. But as soon as it gets hard, and we can't make money, we're going to go to the U.S. Yeah. You know what I realized is that we never saw it, said what we were talking about, which uh, let's just listen. We'll label it so you know. And listen, anyone who listens to us know what we're talking about. But just in case we want to go back and say it, we're actually talking about 90 Day Fiance <laughs> the other way. This is season four. This is the second episode. It was called To Have Peace. And that was when Wa said peace. I was like, oh, that's the name of the episode that we never said. In my mind, That's I was thinking, I wonder what it comes from. And it's, it's Daniela being like, I just want to like not live in America. I just want to have peace, you know? And it's like, it's so funny because she has this, this is okay. It's, she has this idea that Johan has this grandiose idea of America that he thinks he's going to come here and just be like dripping money from the moment he gets on, you know, the, the, the earth and that she feels like he's so dumb and naive and, or whatever, ignorant to think that. Right. Conversely, she thinks that like life in the DR is like a perma vacation and like love and like, you know, is great or whatever. And he's like, she's nutty. She's nutty that she thinks that, you know, yeah. like she's, <laughs> so it's just like this kind I mean, you know, I guess this kind of like showdown of like, all right, bitch, let's see where we make more money. Yeah. Let's and see where we have a better life. And she's like, I'm going to live off my pension, but then she's going to be frustrated. I mean, just like, she's going to live off her pension, but she wants him to like pay for stuff. And I'm like, why can't y'all just pay for what you have? Like, why can't you pay for the things that you want? And then he pays for the things that he wants. So like, here's an example. If you go out with somebody who makes less money than you and you're like, okay, 
I'm not going to not go out with this person because they make less money than me. I like this person. However, I'm also not going to hold it against them that they can't take me to fucking lobster every night. Like, no, if, I, if I'm going to go to a restaurant and I want to order two appetizers, I'm going to order two appetizers. I'm not going to eat it all. And if he wants some, he can have some. Like, it's just, it's just weird that she is expecting him to live up to her standards when she's coming there with a distinct advantage of being retired and having way more money in the bank and a career and everything. And he doesn't have that. Like, she met him doing, you know, downward dog at a freaking hotel, like, you know, teaching old women like herself how to rumba or whatever. So yeah, she was doing downward dog right in front of him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, right literally in front of his huge peony and you know like even then he had to like make sure that she was like doing it on some sort of stool you know he's so tall yeah. um she yeah so basically she gets in also like one thing that she also has a lot more of him than he does is skincare steps and she does it all honey she brought the rose oil she brought the rose quartz roller she brought like that little like brush that you put masks on you know i don't know how many serums she's doing you know she says she can't do full 10 steps she's doing probably like i'm just gonna go ahead and say like 3.5 wah yeah i mean i feel like she's doing at least five right she had the roller she had the like scraper spatula she mm -hmm. had um um she was she rubbed ice on her face so oh, she figured okay. that out and uh then she started to tell him that she needed a refrigerator for her bathroom and he was very verklempt i just think it's weird like yes she's doing it for tv you know to have entertainment it makes sense yeah blah blah blah, blah. yeah great but also, I think, do sometimes Americans not think that they're being ridiculous when they're talking to people who come from such poverty about such luxurious things? Because while, like, I don't find it unfounded that somebody would have a mini, mini refrigerator in their uh, bathroom, I do think it's crazy to tell someone who, like, doesn't have a bathroom that <laughs> there's a fucking refrigerator in it. I need a big bathroom for my little, like, you know, cute 1950s looking desktop fridge that I got from Amazon. It's like pink. It has one of those like metal handles. You know, I like put it in. It honestly can fit 1.5 Diet Cokes and like maybe some canisters, you know, of like, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously it's a whole thing, but yeah, she's like, she's her, she vasculates between saying that he's dumb for not having enough money or that he doesn't know how much things are or why doesn't he have more money to being like i want to do what i want to do which is live here and then like kind of pull you pull him along with her and then expect him to pay for the things that she can like yeah absolutely so basically then it gets it gets it gets told to us that he has a business that he has like been doing this butcher shop business that he is going to bring Daniela to and she hasn't been there before. So they walk into the butcher shop and there's a gentleman, I maybe a cousin working there, and the meat is out and um and you know there's flies and she like loses her mind over this and he is just like oh this is how it is like i show the meat off like that's what we do like you know this is like everyone does this is how it is like you just show the meat off there's flies in every butcher shop and she like doesn't understand it and really makes a very big to do about it on camera which is of course not the choice you would do if you were a supportive wife it, it is the choice you would do if you were prompted by producers to make a big act of choice well, Oh my God. 
You thought it was producers and she agreed to that shit? I'm just, I, I, I leave it up. I, I give you both sides. Okay. And that's fair. That's fair, Chris. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it hadn't even crossed my mind that, sh- that that might have been the the thing. Because if that were me, I'd be like, no, I can't do that to my husband. Um, Here's the truth. <laughs> yeah. I am um, bougie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, from somebody who comes from very humble beginnings, because of said humble beginnings, I have said, as an adult, I will never say no to myself because my parents said no to me one too many times. And I have, I'm coming back with a vengeance to my detriment, to my credit card detriment. I have said not, not no to myself. Now, that being said, when I go back home and back home is not really my back home, it's my dad's back home. And I see something that is shocking. I don't ask any, I don't talk to the, the people who are there, like the, the locals. I don't ask them about why they've got a shanty shack in the back with a hole in the ground and I'm supposed to pee in that. I don't ask them, I go do it. And then I whisper to my aunt or I whisper to my uncle, um, I have to go to stay at a hotel because I require plumbing, you know? And <laughs> my aunts and uncles are the same way. They're like, oh yeah, no, no, we don't, we're gonna go to a hotel. You know what I'm saying? And they they're from this place. So it is, rather shocking to me to have someone who is supposedly a worldly woman who like prays to Ifa and like wastes foods in a river would come to her husband's job and plug her nose up and die on a hill because meat that she does not have to eat is out talks about bacteria i mean talks down to this man about Mm -hmm. first world shit as though refrigeration has always been a thing in this world girl what do you think folks who didn't have refrigerators did in like whenever there weren't refrigerators they did exactly what johan is doing people ate shitty ass meat back in the day that's why they cooked the hell out of it at least in the parts of the country parts of the world that johan is from johan is from a part of the world that cooks the shit out of every single piece of meat you have. That whole rare beef nonsense is in a different place. Not nonsense, but that type style of cooking is in a different place. It, do- it doesn't exist on the islands. We-, we cook the shit out of our food so that all that bacteria gets out of there. We season the shit out of it. So it is really rude of her to come there and do all of the things that, that she has done in this manner. I mean, I was I was shocked because I didn't expect her to be so bad. And when she was like... Where are your books? Show me your books. Oh no, you need to have software. I said, bitch, did you send him software money? Also, same thing you were gonna say before, like we don't always have software. People have been doing business for years without software or whatever like Quicken you wanna use. And I, yeah, I just wanted to like say, you're absolutely right. Like this isn't a situation where someone is forcing you to eat something you don't wanna eat. This is a situation where you are giving your opinion that is very loud and negative (laughs) very you know what i'm saying like that's what's crazy like no one asked you like i I mean you could just be like oh lo siento una 
pregunta a uh, mi amor, pero uh, no hay frío aquí. ¿Es normal? Sí, es normal. En mucho tiendes no, no es uh, frío. Oh, ok. ¿Y uh, moscos uh, es normal? Sí. ¿También? Oh, sí, es, sí, es totally, you know, es normal. Sí, uh, también en todos, todos los butcheries, you know, like, oh, ok, gracias. Yeah. Or she could be like, <laughs> you know, like she could also cry, be like, you know. You know what, babe? You know what, what what could make our business a cut above the rest? I'll go on ahead and invest and let's just get like a, a butcher's cabinet. It's glass on the front and it's mm-hmm. it's um it's frio inside. So I will support you in this, but I think we want to provide a quality, a quality piece of meat. And uh, I'm going to pay for it because that's what I want for the people in this barrio. Yeah, like, oh, see, in America, see. In mi país, in mi país, uh, Mm. los carnes es in un, um, you know, es frío. And, you know. uh, I don't know how to say, refrigerador. I don't want to say mirror or glass. I'm sure it's reflection. I'm sure there's some kind of word that means reflection. Or it's like mirror, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, uh, yeah, the, the, with me, as we already said, then she brings out her computer with like some weird, like, you know, weird. Uh, she just does like a Mac top. budget. All she does is pull up a Mac numbers and plugs numbers in. She didn't even bring up any fancy ass software. I, I looked at it. It was numbers. Yeah, she like literally was like, so you buy this and you make this and then you only have this. So you're like losing money. Like, how do you even do it? And he's like, okay, well, sometimes you don't always make money. This is a brand new thing. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, obviously, I just got some of these things. I'm still paying back. Like, well, and she, I think she wants, obviously, and, and she didn't say this, but it felt like she wants him to go back to working at the hotel. Like, at the hotel, he made more money for, you know, like, it seems... But that was like some sort of part of what she was trying to get him to say. Yeah. And then she's like, where's the money coming from? Where is it coming from? I mean, is she like thinking that he's like, like a stripper on the side or like a prostitute? And so that's where the money's coming from? Or does she, is she like, oh, are you using the money that I send to pay for your bacteria ass meat? Where's the money coming from? And then he's like, okay, girl. So then what's your idea? And she's like, well, no, I'm just trying to tell you how to have a business. And he's like, okay, then what is your idea? And then she's like, I feel like I'm playing who's on first. And I said, don't you bring that theater game into this. Don't you dare bring that communications game. I mean, uh, YouTube video into this. And if you guys don't know what who's on first is. It's it's an old comedy sketch. But it's on YouTube. So if you guys go to YouTube, put in who's on first. And it's basically a like comedy skit from like back in the black and white days where um, men were men were working and women were in the kitchen. Vaudeville. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, it's it's about two people who are try- talking about a baseball game and who's on first and who's on second. Anyways, and um, it's just funny. Hey, hey, did you watch the game yesterday? I got a big question. Who's on first? Yeah, like, uh, and what's on second? Not what's on second, who's on first? Who's on first? And get out of here's on third. It's like all these things. Um, but anyways, check it out so that you know what she's talking about and you get how, um, she feels like they're like missing each other's points. Um, so then the next thing, um, we have is her in the confessionals and she says, I don't understand how I'm supposed to spend my life with someone who can't even be bothered to do basic math. And I said, translate that into Spanish and I need for Johan to divorce her immediately. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is rude. I mean, she is call me rude girl. You know, like, come on, come on. I mean, she really is an asshole. Yeah, she just looks really bad all the time. Like, and I don't think that she knows she does. Like, I think that if she, in her mind, she's like, I'm looking like, honey, I know what I'm doing. And like, wouldn't everyone else be weirded out by, uh, you know, fly covered meat? And I, you know, would she, she has to kind of assume that telling him that she'll move with him to America and then changing her mind was bad. But she, I also feel like what she's not saying is this. Who cares if his big dream is to go to America? He wouldn't be able to go to America unless, I mean, he wouldn't be able to go to America anyway. He's only would be able to go to America because of me. So it's my choice whether I want to go to America or not. And if I don't want to go, then he can't go. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what she's thinking. Yep. (laughs) Yep. You know, so um, basically she's like, She's also like, I can't breathe one more second in here. I'm just, it's, I have to go. I can't breathe. It's disgusting. And he says she had a look of disgust on her face. And he was really sad that she felt that way. He's like, I thought she would be proud of me. And she wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God. (sighs) So new cups alert. We then we cups alert. We don't have pictures, but we will show you. Honey, Nicole, first shot. Nicole delivering two pizzy wheatsies. Nicole is 38, driving around LA as a uh, Postmates or a DoorDash driver all over those Melrose, Santa Monica streets in the B-roll, babes. And you know, I was like, holy shit. I mean, I literally was like, have I had her? Yeah. That, been- <laughs> that and when she's <laughs> like, I get lost a lot. I was like, oh, she's not from LA. <laughs> literally what I said to myself. I was like, what do you mean you get lost a lot? Like, I guess, I don't know. You can't get lost with, listen, with Waze and like Google Maps. It's like almost impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean you get lost? L- I mean, while like LA isn't the trickiest city to drive in, there's not a lot of one-way streets. You're not going downtown. Like, what do you mean you get lost? Anyways, I just, I felt I had like a moment of pride for my city. Um, So she uh, is, I think cute as a button. I was yeah. feeling that that like haircut. I thought it framed her face really well. I love her the best with the blonde hair, but the red hair ain't bad, mm-hmm. you know. Like mm-hmm. I was feeling it. Um, and she's, whew, um, I oh she is a reseller of clothing. She says that she came to LA to be in fashion, and she got there and hated it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She is just doing her best and she ended up like getting into spirituality and with that went on a soul journey to Egypt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So while she was out in Egypt, she was enjoying her time, honey, in Cairo, you know, which I hear Cairo's, uh, you know, a, a great city and you definitely, it's a, it's a huge city. It's uh, where the pyramids are, but I also hear Alexandria is also gorgeous beach city. So one of her last days, you know, did we tell you that this bitch loves fashion? No, I mean, she loves it. Like, she has a weird, like, back, we'll go back to where I was, but she has like a backstory where she's like, you know, I'm from the smallest town possible, like crazy small town. I couldn't wait to get out. And the pictures of her, are like, 
uh, you know, like, you know, she's trying different things. At one point, she's like trying different aesthetics. She's like an aesthetic girl. You can tell she, she's hyper aware of her image. She very much likes, um, you know, that kind of thing, which God bless. So anyway, so she moved around, went to different colleges and trying to find herself and like found herself like 10 years later in LA, then goes to fashion school and realizes she really hates designing. She doesn't have the personality for it. And now is sort of vintage reselling. So, and she herself has like an eye interest. She's, you know, svelte, svelte, svelte. So she can really like, I'm sure go into the vintage places and find things to like wear. Anyway, so here we are. Um, she's back in Egypt and it's her last day. And so she goes to one of the bazaars. Like, you know, she wants to like, you know, look around like one of the shops and they have like beautiful fabric. She goes to one of the fabric shops and that's where she meets Mahmoud, honey, Mahmoud, who's just like squatting in a corner with like big brown <laughs> eyes. And they like, they like lock those, you know, Habibi. And, yeah, he's just like, oh my God, how are you, you know? And then like, you know, like exchange numbers and she basically has like 24 hours to leave the next day and but like at 10 p.m. So they spend all this time and he's like, oh, I want to marry you, you know, and you stay in this country. He's like, tee-hee-hee. Yeah. You know, but then she doesn't, she leaves Egypt and she wanted to stay, but she's like, no, what I left. I was just like, so, um, responsible about it, but they like keep in touch, honey, back and forth sees worth worth sees. And so like literally like seven days later, like they just like fell in love because like they talked that much. And he's just like, look, we come back to Egypt and marry me. And so she like goes back, she goes back six times and then they have this like full Egyptian wedding, you know, and like. You know, listen, in Egypt, there are definitely a full range of religious people in the sense of, like, I know a lot of Coptic Christians, you know, which is another, like, religious sect of community of Egyptians. But obviously, when we saw the pictures of her and her wedding, it was obvious, honey, that he is Muslim. He uh, follows uh, the Quran, honey, you know, and so... Um, it gave us also a bunch of pictures of their like spending time together and a flurry of different hairstyles. So, I mean, she's a little blonde, pixie. she's a little pixie, you know, she's like a little chameleon pixie. She likes to try them all, you know, yeah. she's like, she's been everything. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I understood that they got married 13 days after they know, knew each other. Like I, I thought she said that she came back to the U S and then like f- five days later, she went back to Egypt and then seven days after that, they got married. Like the- <laughs> maybe I wrote it down wrong, but like I, and then, and then after they were married, she jumped back and forth six times. Yes. And they fought oh. the entire time. And this is, listen, <clears throat> I think it's really interesting when the men from either East Africa or North Africa get with Western women and then automatically assume that they are just going to slip into their man's idea of what a woman slash wife should do and be. It's so interesting to me. So it's like, think it's like, it's like, it's like this. Let, let me say that I, what if I'm like a really like super Christian girl who is you know out in like I'm in Michaels one day and while I'm no I'm in I'm in Home Depot and while I'm in Home Depot like getting some light fixtures I run into a very strapping man who I'm instantly in love with and we get along but he's not Christian but I know he's a good person right mm-hmm. and we love each other we love on each other and everything is great and then we go to get married and we do he doesn't put up a fuss He'll get married in my church. It's not a big deal. 
But then after we get married, I expect him to come home directly after work, to stop drinking, to go to church with me every Sunday. And when he pushes back, I'm confused because I'm like, but you married a Christian woman. Like, yes, I accept you and I love you, but don't you think our life would be so much better if we just followed the commandments? Like, I follow the commandments. And when I think of my future, I think of my future with a husband and we raise children who follow the commandments. So I don't understand why you're confused about why I expect you to come home after work, to not drink, and to go with me to church every Sunday. But the problem is, is that both people in this instance do not think that the other is going to want them to conform to their behavior. And it's always the more conservative person, the more religious person who's like, I mean, and to, to like think of Mahmoud's perspective, he truly, I don't think he, I don't think he saw himself as like hiding something from her because that's how she feels is like, she says that they got married and all of a sudden she, there were rules that she had no idea about. And she says that she kind of makes excuses for him and says like, well, I know he's bound to his religious like ideology or like his cultural ways of being, but I just don't understand like why all of a sudden there's all these rules placed on me. And I, I can tell that she absolutely loves him and that she does, she feels like that man, like, I mean, she says that he treat, he's treated her better than any man has ever treated her. And I can tell you right now that goes a long effing way when it comes to women, because sometimes these men out here are butchers. They are so mean to us. <laughs> like, and we do it to them too, I guess, like to be fair, but like the way women are socialized is such a disappointment to the way the world actually is sometimes. And I feel so, I, in that moment when she says that she absolutely loves him and she wants to try to make this work, I felt for her because I'm like, I get it. You want to make it work with somebody. Go ahead, Chris. No, I totally get it. Like, yeah, she says that she's never been loved that way, you know? And when she said it, we were like, it felt like, well, it was very honest. And, you know, there's a different way culturally. And, you know, she was like... I've dated a lot of tortured artists, you oh. know, that kind of guy. Like, so I'm sure she, she's dated a lot of sort of selfish and or yeah. cold and or just like into themselves. I'm sure it feels very different to have a man like be very into you and want to like, you know, you know, and, and seemingly care. And I think about the commandments thing you said, and I, and I wondered to myself, like, why would a Christian woman be like, and now you have to follow commandments? It's not, I don't think it's because the Christian woman isn't saying, I'm forcing my Christianity on my partner. With the Christianity, what the Christian woman is thinking is, the commandments are things that anyone shouldn't live by. I don't want my husband or my children to kill people. Yeah. So it's is it more Christian or like the the person that is Islamic and very in 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 or Muslim and very into the Quran is like uh, I'm not in the Quran because I'm religious. I'm in the Quran because it's how we should live. Yeah. Regardless of religion of religion or not, my woman should only be for me and touch yeah. me. Yeah. Her 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 body is for me. And what I know what it's like to be a man, I'm a man. And I think that men look at women and they think they leer at women and not my woman. She is a respectful woman and she's mine. And she's also someone who, when I say mine, I mean, 
she's called for. She's, she's, you know, you cannot um, disrespect her by thinking that you can have her. She is, she is, she's um, spoken Spoken for. for. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Like he is, it's, it's not that he's like imposing on her. He's like, this is the way we all should be. Mm-hmm. This is how we should do things. Like th- this is the, the way to the sun or like whatever. And having said that, she's so into fashion. I don't think it's a great idea to have to be with someone. So I'm not, I don't want people to think that I'm thinking that he is a great idea for her to be with him. But that's what I think that his mindset is. And I think that her thing is that she is such a aesthetic, you know, like such a uh, art artist when it comes to fashion, she cannot be with someone who's going to dictate what she's going to have to wear. Yeah. Uh, I, but I feel like, don't you, I mean, like, you know, it's not like she can't be Shida and come out with the looks as a, you know, as a woman, I mean, as a, whatever, as a Muslim woman, but also what if he was like, oh yeah, Shida's clothes are too tight. You can't even dress like that. Now, now we got to break up. You know, in the next, not in this thing, but in, I think the scenes for the next episode, she's wearing this vest, high collared shirt thing. And she looked so fucking cute. I was like, oh my God. Well, I mean, listen, she, cause she, she gets in a fight. Okay. So then let me just go on. So blah, 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 blah. So she, you know, she, that's what her life is. She goes to a flea market and then she meets up with her two friends and last her friends heard that, she, uh, that she, first of all, so she ended up like getting a divorce from Mahmoud because she like getting it of like wanting a divorce, like getting his visa called off and like, um, like blocking him. But then she went back to him because she like misses him. She loves him so much as we fucking said. Right. So then she told her friends that like, look, you know, I might, I might like start talking to him, but then she meets up with her friends at the flea market. And she's like, so I'm back. I'm going back to Egypt. And they're like, what? And she's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like, they're like, bitch, what? And they're like, later on, they're like, she's fun, but that bitch is really secretive. Yeah. <laughs> she never talks. And I get that. Can I be honest? There's something about Nicole that, like, she's cute, she's fun, but I would never be able to be close friends with her. There is something energetically about her that's a little... Close to the chest. She plays it close to the chest. Like, she's going to keep her f- true feelings about everything. To me, this is what I see. That it's like, whatever the facade is, it's not enough for me. It's like Beyonce's first three albums. (laughs) It's like too surface. It's like, what? I need you to, I need, I need more meat. I need more meat, you know? Um, I, but what were you going to say? I mean, we definitely have like, we definitely have like rocked jams with less meat than the first two. I mean, and I, I'm, I know what you're saying. Like, you know, I like nasty boy and all that stuff, whatever. Uh, no, what were you going to say about um, energetically? Nicole is she, just too. Yeah, she like, I think I would, they listen. We have a lot of friends listening to people's plans on the show and being like, really girl. And I feel like I would be everything she would say about her life past the superficial things like if i was friends with her you know let's just say we'd like talk about fashion i'd be like oh my god that's so cute would you buy it recently oh this 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 i'd be like oh that's awesome like you know and she'd be like yeah you know and then also like Mahmoud's doing i'm back and forth with that thing and i'd be like what do you mean Mahmoud?" And then she would start talking and then as she was talking i would just start backing away like that like family guy like going into a bush <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm just like oh no oh no <laughs> 
you know it's like she just there's something about her i'm like oh you make you make weird decisions or you don't make the best decisions for you or like there's something that feels very like you're filling a hole or something or something a little off but she's not the only one just that sometimes i have to i feel it in such a way that makes me you know i can't quite deal but um so moving on what what's happening with her shambles? what if i were a shambles chris would you be able to be my friend if you thought i didn't make good decisions no oh my god so all your friends you think they okay great i need i want more information <laughs> oh, all my friends listen no one's perfect but on the whole all my friends are functioning adults who make decisions that i want listen i don't have to agree with all of them mm. but they don't make they don't tell me such crazy <laughs> crazy ideas where every time i've had a conversation with them i like can't wait for it to end because i'm like my face is melting off because <laughs> i like can't say what i'm trying what i'm like what the fuck's wrong with you get me the fuck out of here you know like, like when i said i was gonna move to guatemala and bring that man to the to the u.s no i i hated that one but i did listen it's not you know but i but but it doesn't happen that much, you know. There's only been like a couple of decisions you've made where I've been like, hmm. But it's only been like three over the co- course of like twenty years, so the odds are still okay with me. You know? uh, so anyway, so uh, they don't buy anything at the, at the flea market. Like, and those friends like don't really like her. They'll never probably see that girl. Like, it's either they all go back to the IE. I know those two girls, you know. And then, um, so. Uh, what other thing is that she says that when he said that, you know, they could get back together, he said that, well, are you still laughing? Yeah. Is that like I'm reading you or whatever? Wait, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's only been like three decisions. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what they are. Whew. Anyways, that was great. Um, so, and then the friends go back to the IE. Hilarious. Great. Continue on. <laughs> Continue on. So, You're in a roll um, today. She's like, oh, you know, he told me, like, I can't hug anyone. You know, like, <laughs> they're like, not even your dad. Like, no, I'm going to hug my dad's dipshit. So, like, yeah. not even your cousins. And she's like, well, no, not my cousins. Like, you know, like, and also I have hot cousins. You didn't know. Also, so then he's like, didn't you get the idea that she was Mormon? I could see it. I could see it. Because she's like, I'm from a small town in Iowa. And I was like, rear, rear, like oh, my you flag. Like or something? Yeah, yeah she like- was like something where she's like, I really didn't fit in. And I'm like, and that that leads me to why she's so like reserved with everything. Because she's from a like a quiet ass, a religion that wants her to be quiet and stay sweet. And obey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he starts being like, I don't want you to show your hair. And like, I don't want your body to show, you know? And it's it gets confusing she says this story that like one the day of the wedding like he points to some girl in some short ass skirt and he's like see that girl and she's like "Mm -hmm." and he's like you can't wear that and she's like okay he's like you have to cover you know up now that we're married and she's like okay you know, but like, she's like, I didn't really mean it or whatever. And it's also like, she didn't really understand. So now she's like, okay, so I can't show my body. Right. And he's like, yeah, you can't show your body. And she's like, okay. And he's like, and also you can't have this, like also be giving like body, yaddy, yaddy and like body con tight shit. She's like, oh, what? No, I can't even, I can't wear fit. I can't not tight clothes and not body showing like, what? you know? And it's like, okay, well, I guess my mind, it's like, you know what he's saying the day of your wedding and she's 38 this girl looks young because she's like svelte and slight and like you know has like a blonde bob so i just want us to remember this isn't a girl who's like 
uh, like say a Skylar that's 27 and should be 24. This bitch, 38. She's living pizzas, 38. No, that's fine. But 38 pizzas, 30. I'm sorry. She's she's our, she is the same. She is an older millennial like myself. So I'm like, I, I, I'm inclined to be like, listen, I just want to write. I just want to see where this goes because you're, you're an adult. You're an adult adult. And how long have they been together? I don't know. Like two years. With like COVID or something. I don't know. Ten months. <laughs> ten, months I, ten, I don't know, like 11 months. They almost got, they almost got divorced at 11 months. I don't know how long it's been now, you know? Yeah. But that she applied for this show. So she, that's the I one mean, thing we have to think of. They didn't just find her on a plane to Egypt and said, hey, what are you doing? And she told them and they just casted her. She applied. Maybe this yeah. is like her one last ditch effort to like make their marriage work. And and like, I don't know. He agreed to it too. It's so funny when she does a FaceTime with him and she's trying to get him to like talk about their relationship. He acts as though he doesn't know why she's asking these questions she's like well remember when we used to argue and he's like no i don't you go to you do <laughs> this is like i this part is like very arab to me you know mm-hmm. like this man's not gonna this man's not gonna admit that there's problems what are you talking about we're on camera <laughs> how weird my wife calls and it's a remember when we fight and like he wants to fight like no we don't fight no you know everything's fine everything's fine hello what are you talking about you know like that's what it felt like to me you know like this they are they are seem very different yeah they never they just don't know each other's this woman just jumped into this and so like at the end of the day it's like that's why i can talk about her i don't feel so bad because she's 38 she jumped into this honey i mean she's been knowing she went back and forth she still knows but i mean i get it she's never been loved like that and maybe she thinks that like if she gets him to america then like he won't be so like you have to dress this way because he'll just be like amongst everyone all the time. But yeah, I mean, but she canceled his, she canceled his fucking thing. So like, is she going to put the money in again to get his visa back? She's already shut down that Avenue. That would have been her recourse was to get him to come to the States. And then he really couldn't enforce that on her. I mean, he could have, but like he couldn't really in the States in Egypt, she has to depend on him. And so it would be harder for her to strike out and do things on her own without the protection of, you know, her husband or a community to, you know, gather. Because she didn't speak the language, she said openly and honestly to all of us. And we were all like, girl, can you learn some Arabic, please? Because you're going to go live in Egypt. Don't be that American. Um, And so she, uh, her friends, before they leave her, they say, keep your passport. And to the layman's ear, you might think that means like, girl, just be prepared, like, you know, to like leave whenever you want to. But what that means, no, but what the friends are talking about is don't give your passport to your husband because you'll never be able to leave because that is the way you get out. So keep your passport in a safe place where he doesn't know where it's at. Not without my daughter starring Sally Fields. I mean, this looks like a still from a movie. (laughs) <laughs> she's just like dead in the face but he brightens he makes her happy and gives her some kind of emotion you're right okay my loves let's move these onsies to um our lesbian couple with sleepy time chris and sleepy time t chris and jamie okay so sleepy time t chris um 
chalk uh, is facetiming her boo and then she's like there's my beautiful baby you know like she always look she's she must, i think she is on some sort of medication that must be a neurological thing that makes her like always look a little tiny kind of tired yeah know? yeah also her makeup was a little splotchy in this part too maybe it's because she was crying and she like literally wiped it all off um mm. but yeah she's there's my little baby like angela and mm-hmm. um she also is like really excited to go but we find out that she's never left the country before and so then i'm like sighting the shit out of this i'm like she's gonna go over there and act a plum fool she is going to it's going to be hard on her it's it is hard when you leave the country and you go to a place where no one speaks your language it's very difficult for those of us who didn't grow up in households hearing other languages um after a certain i mean i was in quebec and i was like after three weeks i was like okay please i just i need to see signs that are in english seeing signs written in french is like driving me crazy because i don't understand it you know so like i can only imagine she's going to live there she's 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 picking up all of her earthly items in a non-rolling maleta and going (laughs) to live in I she she really like goes back and forth from looking like somewhat normal sometimes to then looking banana whammas you know like yes she so she anyway this is a little whatever so she I'm you jumped ahead because of that but she facetimes you know she's facetiming Jamie and they're like you know you're my person you're my soulmate you know I love you so much you know and she's like you know can't wait to see you it's only gonna be a day till i get there and like you know it's all that and then of course she gets her whole family to drive her it's like her daughter her son like her mom they're all wearing bananas things like you know like she's it's it's like um it feels like an artistic family honey they all like shop at thrift stores and like i don't need to tell you they all dress crazy but she dresses the nuttiest you know like look at her in this flat multi-flag costume like she's you know working the it's like is it a tutu it's like a top it's like a tunic tutu with a unicorn on the on the right breast with a hound's tooth jacket yeah one of those head things like she's about to do like you know daniela's 10 step (laughs) skincare routine yeah i mean the top knot the scrunchie like she i mean here's mask yeah, the sequin mask. You know this is the way you look, and this is a choice in every moment, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This, this to this to me is like you're making this choice, and it seems it seems like you want to be known as. I mean, like that you're gone, halfway gone. I mean, though. Also, did you notice the way she was like? I need to just go and do this because I need to just live my life for myself. And I said, well, then fuck your little eighteen year old son, then. She's like, my kids are adults. I'm like, your your 18 year old is barely is 18. Maybe he's gonna be 19 soon. But she, I mean, the way she has the way she feels about going to be with Jamie is like the last 20 some odd years of her life have she's just been trapped. White knuckling it. I mean, and this is her one and last opportunity to like live her life for herself. 
And I 100% see her just going there and being bananas. You don't just get up and leave the country after never having left the country and just go live somewhere. I mean, you you do if you really want to change your whole life and you want to escape and you think that anything's better than this and you just like want, like it's a midlife crisis, it's those kind of things. You know, there's like, there's an air of that kind of thing where you grandize what it could be and it can be better than what it is. And there's just a fresh start that's all is incredibly alluring, you know? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, so she, she gets there. We cut to Jamie and Jamie is hanging out with her pageant f- friends. She's being, mean... pageant, she's being pageants and, you know, like she's going to get glammed up. She wants to like look good for her girl. Obviously she already bought that cheap lingerie, honey, but she's also beautiful. Like Jamie is beautiful. So like, you know, but yeah, she's getting it all done. Um, yeah, she actually talks to them about the narcolepsy, which I think is the funniest part of like, or not funniest part. I mean, the part where she like talks about it, which it was like, she's like, yeah, like during conversations, she's just passed out before. I wonder what it's gonna be like in real life. I'll be like, it'll be like that. So you'll be in real life. You'll just hear the snoring. You'll just be, but at least in real life, you can either like wake her up or like leave the room. I don't know what, I also don't know what you're supposed to do. Like, later on okay so in the scenes she comes she also talks about having night terrors right which is a thing and then we also know about night sleepwalking and the thing i know about night sleepwalking is you're not supposed to wake them up when they're when you see a sleepwalker i'm not quite sure why they're confused i think it's because they'll be confused and scared which is a dumb reason not to wake them up wake their asses up like you're walking somewhere how am i supposed to get you back i think the thing you i think you do is you just you should i mean i don't I think you should just kind of get up and be like, like if it was you, be like, "Wow, wow, let's come back." Could you come? Right, right. I mean, I listen. I would wake you. I would just like sit down, and then, this is what I would do. And I would tell you right now, I would spray so much lavender like around, you know, just like try like try to get you back to bed. Just like spray the lavender, you know, like and if you say anything to me, and I'd be like, shh. It would like sort of like make like a white noise like sound. I'm, I'm trying like I don't know like make you pretend like a baby like rock you and just like be like you know and just like put you back to bed. I'm like, what if I found out that somebody that I was like intimate with walked in their sleep? I don't know that I'd be able to sleep in their home with them. Like I think that I would. What What would you be afraid of? Oh, because it would scare me. Like I would literally turn and see you like standing in a corner or standing in the doorway oh no i've watched too many scary movies throughout my life to have somebody unconsciously moving about the space oh no absolutely not absolutely you see a shadow of a person just like walk by and then you look over and your loved one is just up and then if you go wake them up they might like freak out on you and punch you absolutely not I'm not going to be punched by some five foot six man that I, you know, what's too bad. What they should have is little mini arrows with a little bit of like sleeping, sleeping poison, whatever on them. And so you, when you just like lay in bed and when you see them walking, you just like, yeah, it hits them. It hits them, but it doesn't, it gives you, you you have enough time to be like, then you do have, I don't know. You have to get them back. Like come back, you know, come back to bed. And then it's like, you know, night terrors yo night terrors is like people like fighting in their sleep screaming screaming too 
Oh, night to me, night terrors is literally just be next to someone being fast asleep and then suddenly <laughs> being like suddenly just like ah! like just like you're like ah! you know it's like suddenly someone next to you just fucking start screaming bloody murder like they're being killed or something oh and you're like oh my god which is so funny also only mean not funny at all horrible but you know how like when you're in a dream and you think you have to scream most often I, you can't scream yes. ever do that where you're just yes. yeah you're like you open your mouth and scream and you're just like yeah it's a little like ariel like he's like what's your name you're like yeah 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 or when you need to run in a dream and you can't and it's just like walking through mud Oh, so <gasps> stressful. You know, I didn't have a night terror, but I had a like a bad dream. Did I ever tell you this? I had a bad Reaper dream. Oh. I had Reaper a bad dream. Only once. No, no, no. I had a bad dream um next to the person that I was dating when I before I left. And like mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember the dream being stressed out in my dream and then waking up and then like being like, oh, I'm here. And then the next morning, he's like, Yeah, um, your, your dream sounded really stressful. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah. You know why I was stressed out? Because you were answering DMs. You were, <laughs> bitches were in your DMs and you were answering them. And he's like, <laughs> he was like, really? That's what you're dreaming about? He's like, yeah, it sounds like a lot was going on. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you wake me up? And he's like, I, th- I think I just turned around and saw you struggling. And then it was like, oh. And then went back to sleep. And I was Struggling, like, you just like, what are you like wrestling the phone out of his hand? <laughs> yeah, like, That's so crazy. I was like, and I'm like, oh my God. To I mean, to ha- I, I often like, not often, but enough. I do have dreams where I'm like, and then I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, thank God that was a dream. Thank God, that, thank God, thank God. Like one of those. And I'm like, <laughs> you randomly enough, I have it with somebody who like you the last person you'd want to have like a night terror with it's wild anyways well so sorry about that um here's the good news here we have good news and bad news the good news is we still have two more couples we okay the okay the good news is we still have more two more couples left and we're almost at an hour but the bad news is they were dumb kind of we i feel like i don't have i didn't like these couples that much like they were like as kind of not as they were like boring to me as composed to the other ones i liked anyway. it i liked it when jen's um friends just read the filth out shit out of her i thought that was interesting um well let's start let's let's go to gabe and isabel first um so gabe is packing the mom is helping him pack you know and um the mom doesn't feel as like you're making a horrible decision like the sister does to gabe but the mom <laughs> is also like wow it's crazy that you're packing like your sewing machines it makes it real yeah also the mom is a little bit like i'm glad you're leaving bye (laughs) so much drama um but then we go to isabel and isabel um we find out a lot about her surprisingly i didn't expect to find out so much about her she's a teen mom she had her first kid when she was 17 and so basically her and her daughter are best friends because they're only she's gorgeous too look how cute they are yeah the the daughter it took me when they played the scene i was like wait which one's which which one's which look at yeah yeah the daughter's 16 so that leaves like that's 10 years so that's 27 yeah so anyways um young mom she has a she has a son named michael angel she literally named her son michael angel and as we all know michael is an angel that's like that's like naming your what are the other angels names i don't know anyways lucifer You feel like your brain's done, and I just like haven't paid attention to the just now. Look how long they look. 
Oh my, n- n- that's not my hair. It's braids. I said your braids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes, I got braids. Yeah. No, I said your braids. Look how long it look. Anyway, uh, yeah, great. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, basically, um, <clears throat> oh, sorry, I love you. So yeah, they're they're as we showed you, uh, the daughter is like a dancing person, and they like are doing this like cute like dance, and they like have to rest suddenly. I'm like, okay, but this like they're like dancing in like a tennis skirt. I'm like not mad about it. Um, and they talk about Gabe, and basically after Isabel met Gabe, you know, like she's very close to her daughter, obviously because they were like somewhat close in age, and he obviously had given his Instagram. So she went up and down that Instagram, honey. And the Instagram is uh, very honest and authentic about Gabe's journey, um, taking hormones and whatnot. I think that there's probably before and after pictures maybe, or maybe just like, you know, milestone pictures. I'm not quite sure. They actually showed some pictures like maybe, and I didn't know this, like Gabe, it looked like Gabe had gotten some sort of thigh surgery, like whether it was like, and Gabe has very muscular thighs. Okay. Very muscular thighs. But I mean, Gabe has also been on hormones, testosterone for, I think Gabe said six years, maybe six to eight years. So, and Gabe, we know has very muscular thighs. And we saw that Gabe, there was some sort of surgery that Gabe had. And my thought is like, maybe it is like, um, like a, a thigh implant yeah i don't know i was wondering the same thing i was like what is this 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 surgery one can get and now i wanted to go on his instagram and see if i can like scroll down to the bottom yeah I just didn't, like listen it's always so interesting it's like it, it i i didn't think when i saw his thighs i thought well i just thought that they look very very masculine for sure but i didn't i my thought my thought i was just oh this person has taken testosterone for a long time and works out and obviously yeah. works out I feel like women could have that, like, yes. like, but like women can, ha- can have those thighs. Like, you know, what's her face from killer Sally, Sally McNeil. She had great thighs and calves. Um, but she took testosterone too. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, you can get it naturally. So I would have never thought about getting implants or any kind of surgery for that. But anyway, it's very interesting. You know, whatever you got to do, if you have the money, do it. So oh, yeah, it makes you happy. You know, sure. <laughs> yeah. So um, Isabel then like talks about how she was in bad relationships with machismo men who didn't listen to her and who were rude to her kids. And she's never, you know, never expected to be a single mom, but here she is. And she finally decided to get her life together and go to school to take care of her children. And her parents really helped her out a lot. And now they're discussing whether or not she should tell her parents or like what her parents' reactions are going to be. And I wanted her daughter to say, why do you have to tell them? Cause that's what I want to know too. Why do we have to tell? I mean, is it, did, did producers convince Gabe to do this storyline? I think that, I mean, to me, I understand why she wants to tell. I wonder, I understand why he wants to tell them. And I understand probably why the, the great daughter didn't ask, which was the way she said, uh, and tell your grandparents, this is a Latin culture. The grandparents are very close to them. They're there a lot. A lot of meals, a lot of, ha- they are like, they are like sisters of brother. They are that close to them. Such a kinship. There should be, you can't hot, like, I'm going to go like, you know, what if, what if he's going to, what if he's going to go speak at a trans rally? What if he's, he's, his whole business is selling pants, pants with fake dicks in them. I mean, like, mm-hmm. how do you keep a whole, your whole life from someone? And I think there's just, 
the fact that everyone wants to, you know, be open and honest, I think is so beautiful. And I want so badly for it to go really well. I mean, so obviously the scene with her and her daughter is really lovely, which is basically like, yeah, we went down the Instagram. We knew that Gabe was transgendered, obviously. And then, and then Gabe obviously sent the text, which we knew that was like, this is what's up. And then we obviously also knew what happened to that, which is that Isabel was like, totally chill, totally cool. Just, you know, I'm, don't i don't care basically and then she gets to like inform us that yeah like she the first person she told was her daughter and then her daughter is also like yeah when i found out like there was a natural curiosity because i was like what because they were just like oh yeah he passed we didn't have no fucking clue so like just that that any you know because he looks so mad you know he's a, he's, a, he's a dude so yeah like when i saw the instagram i was like really you know and the, but i never felt bad about it was never an uh, like a bad thing in fact you know uh I just want my mom to be happy and comfortable and she is. And it makes me really, really happy. It was a really great scene. Yeah. And it made me really like Isabel. Yeah. Yeah. And how Gabe is such a breath of fresh air for her because he's different than all the other guys that she's dated and they connect. So I really do hope the best for them. All right, let's move on to Jen and Rishi. So in this one, um, she's talking with her mother about what side the forks go on. And they're in a kitchen that is just filled with all of the knickknack and, and paddy wax, you know, just like everything that could be filled and a, and a white refrigerator, which I haven't seen in so long. Um, so then they make tacos, which then makes me want tacos. So after I saw that scene, I went to the grocery store and got all of the ingredients to make tacos. To the grocery store? Mm-hmm. To the grocery store? <laughs> I love you. Uh, what kind of tacos? Chicken, beef, what do you have? Um, I got ground beef. Oh, yeah. no, I mean, like, nothing is more like Tex-Mex and not really Mexican at all than ground beef taco, but it's unfortunately really, really great. I mean, uh, yeah, it is so good. And I, like, prepared ground beef tacos for, like, the latter part of the episode. And um, I'm already done cleaning the kitchen. I'm really proud of myself. And is I have white tacos in your house, in your room? Mm-hmm. Your house? Mm-hmm. I fully yeah. have food here, too. So, like, I have to now eat all of this food that I have. Leftover taco meat? Well, leftover taco meat, but I also did do a, like a food service and I just got delivered all of my groceries on Saturday. So like going downstairs, I mean, and going outside and like getting like food from the grocery store um, kind of was out of my budget. But mm. I, really, I really wanted tacos. So um, sister-in-law is really happy for her finding the love of her life. And like, they start to cry. And the mom is like, I really want Jen to find someone she loves. Like everyone in her life, like except for her brother, her brother hates her, but the rest of the women are just have this soft place in her heart, their heart for their sister. And then they're like, okay, well, what does the family think? And then we Jenny and Sumit the situation, Chris. Yeah. They are happy for her up until they find this bit of information. Now they're like, Okay, they're like, okay, so you're going to move there. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to move there because, like, he can't leave, you know, and, like, move here because he, like, takes care financially. It was, like, mom, his brother, his sister, blah, blah. Like, oh, all those people? That's great, great, good. So you have a support system. And she's like, yeah, no, I totally have, like, the greatest support system. <laughs> that does not know I exist. Don't know I, I'm on this fucking earth. And I'll tell you right now, if they did, they'd hate me. But anyway, so yeah, totally great support system. They're like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, he, um, they don't know that we're engaged. Uh, he, when he introduced me, he introduced me as a friend. And we see these people's faces drop. <laughs> Look, at Look at her brother. 
the she's brother. Like, yeah, no, I totally just uprooted my whole life. I'm gonna totally move there, but at the same time, I'm just gonna let him, Rishi, like set the pace of like when he wants to, like you know, um, you know, even admit that he's dating me or show me off in public or you know, spend any time with me. It's like so. She goes down this thing where it becomes this like she's gonna give up everything to be with him and cannot possibly fathom a world in which a man would ask her to move to his country and not be open and support her and take her side against his family and everything as if she has never <laughs> fucking seen this stupid show i we couldn't all of us were like this it was like unbelievable that we sat through this and she and jen by the way in every scene is about to pass out anyway i mean this woman also has narcolepsy if you know what i mean she tired but you know what i mean i don't know what I'm saying, the, the droopy eyelids so i'm just like you are too seasoned to make such an ill choice and we will say that to the end of the ends of the earth and unfortunately we're going to watch you do it and uh it's episode two so we have i mean we, have we only have a very so long much season yeah, so much more excitement. I wonder how many episodes this season in. I mean, it just like 10 is all we could hope for. Just we hope if they give us a good just 10 and let us go. You know what I'm saying? Just let us go about our lives instead of harboring us here for 21 episodes. Okay, so then she goes to have dinner or lunch with her friends in which her friends read her the boots the house down. They're like, if if there was a face in the def definition of insanity, it would be you in the dictionary because you literally keep doing the same thing. Like this is the pattern. You've moved from one place to another place. And then you get with somebody else and you move from that place to the other place. And then you're meant from that place to Oklahoma. And now it's Oklahoma to India. Like you crazy dummy. I've known you. First of all, I didn't even go to your first wedding, you idiot, because I knew that shit was stupid. So like, how can you look me in my face and tell me right now that this shit is going to work? Do you think they're going to be friends with her after this? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, how can they be friends with her that super close and watch their friend just make bad decision a lot after bad decision? Not just three in 20 years, while, but like, you know, like a lot. You know more. what it is? It's just that as long as I don't have to be the person you call crying, I'm here for it. <laughs> but how could if okay then that's what it is if i'm not the person that you that i feel like i will if i don't feel like i want to put myself in a situation to emotionally care for you then i'm not gonna ever think that you're a close friend of mine because i do think that there's a part of being a friend not an acquaintance but a friend a good friend where you you know you allow someone to be that you're emotionally there for someone so if i'm not if i decide that you are not trustworthy enough for me to give my emotional care to then we are acquaintances we are friendly mm. acquaintances okay okay anyway that's fair so um then her friends are like i have a great idea <laughs> um let's catfish him yeah and she's like um okay I, i'm trusting that he's gonna be good with it and so they're like, okay, cool. So then the next day, her friend is like, FaceTime me right now on your old ass Mac, uh, old ass like PC computer. So she comes out from wherever with this gigantic laptop. I mean, she literally came out from like 2006 with that laptop mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and sat down in the kitschy ass living room and FaceTimed her friend and her friend's like, girl, 
So, remember you said I could catfish him? I did, and guess what? He responded. So Jen's like, oh my God, what did he say? And she's like, he said, do we know each other? He also said, where do you live? And then he hasn't spoken to me since, but red flag! (laughs) Red fucking flag! Chris, what did you think about this? Oh, I okay. First of all, this is a, this is a god thing. She also had just to just so you know, she had messaged him, "Hey, I've been looking up and down your Instagram profile and I like what I see. You're like hot or cute." And then he wrote back and he wrote back what Wa said. There is not there are so many men on Instagram that would only be too happy to write back to a woman who was like, "Hey, I've been liking what I see on your pics." To not once be like, me too, or you're hot as well, or here's some, and or not even the low-key ones. Give your page, like, your 10 top favorite hearts. You know, like, he didn't even do that. He didn't even go down and, ha- and like, heart her sexy pictures. I also deep dive want to know what the catfish Instagram looked like. Because like, she, did she was like, I'm a relatively good-looking woman or something. She said something wild, and I was like, are you? Is it her? I I assumed he she he got like she got some hot pictures of some young hot girl. Oh. If you're telling me that she catfished with her pictures, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I literally was like, well, if it was your pictures, I wouldn't respond either. I mean, it's not like I mean you're you're okay, but you're not worth getting in trouble over. <laughs> yeah. But I also wonder why, again, did we forever I forgot about this? Why does he have so many Instagram followers? Like, why I does he have like 10,000? I think it's because he is hot model? and he's like a model and he's like a fitness person. Okay. See, the one thing also, so yeah, the other thing is that they're like, also girl, he follows so many women. And she's like, really? As if she didn't know. She's like, I can be jealous. My mind, I'm like, if you can be jealous and you, I would have assumed that you would have looked at his Instagram once to see like who he follows. I personally find it abhorrent when men follow, uh, Instagram wannabe thoughties or whatever, or Instagram wannabe more, you know, like any, you know, like slutty girls on Instagram. I'm not into it. I think it's very indicative of a man who like is there for something. And so I think it's always a great, I think it's always great to look at who some person you like, if they're on Instagram, who they're following. And if it's a bunch of like, yeah, you know, like plastic surgery, filtered blobbity blues, it's a, it's a sign, honey. And you can see it. You can, you know, it's a sign. I mean, yeah, life is demanding without understanding. I feel like that song was written in whatever their native language is and then translated because it just doesn't make any sense. The same thing with like that other one, that other song, their other hit. It's like, baby wants a something. It's like, I saw a sign open up my eyes and I am happy now living without you. Don't let you go. Oh, oh. So it's like the whole thing is like she was really, really like sad because she was like so into this person. And then something happened. She saw a sign. And now she doesn't give a fuck about him anymore. And so like whatever the sign is, it's just like it's a yeah, the whole thing is about changing her mindset. Mm. 
And none of these people will ever do that, you know, because they are operating from places of um, holes and profound loneliness. And we know that. Yeah. Um, Just like we all are, honey, just like we all are. And that's what makes us human. And that's what makes us connect. And at the end of the night, we all rest our head on a pillow wanting for the same things, love, security, health, family, and tacos. Mm, So delicious. These tacos. I mean, I couldn't help it. Yeah. Cumin. Um, all right, baby booze. Anything else about them? Uh, no, she doesn't believe it. And she thinks that her, her friends are like, you're stupid. Anyways, have a fucking amazing life in fucking India, you weirdo. And then she's like, okay, well, I, I love you. Well, I, and then the friend's like, okay, I, I love you too. Well, you know, sorry if I'm overprotective. You dumb bitch. (laughs) The friend is abusive. That's an abusive, like, well, good luck then. I hope you have a great time in India. I'm sorry that I love you and I'm overprotective. See, yeah, like that's the toxic trait of someone. If you think this banshee is making bad decisions and has always made bad decisions, then why are you spending so much energy judging her and trying to make her do something different? Yeah. You're, yeah, yeah, you're, you're fucking insane. Like who's now insane for repeating the same behavior and expecting a different outcome? okay we did all the things now here's the thing we were mad you know why we were mad because discovery plus did not post this dumbass episode until like <laughs> 6 30 p.m i don't know pacific standard time i don't know what time it is anywhere else but like you guys what the initial episode was posted day of sunday morning like i got up 6 a.m and it was there so i don't understand what's happening and i want us all to rally together and give this podcast five stars yeah also for it to join our social media so we can rally together and give tlc peace of our minds by making sure you like and follow us on instagram at docky sweeties also at tiktok docky sweeties and on twitter at docky sweeties one now here's the thing if you really really want to affect change in this world and you really want you really want to make your voice known why how do you do it you can do that on patreon.com slash docusweeties you can do it for ten dollars a month and you get the visuals you'd see me braiding my ponytail all the way up so that i can have a consistent braid as i it goes down my back which i hate because i don't like scratchy hair touching me because i don't have hair naturally anyways so um do that ten dollars a month you get to see the visuals of what you were hearing right now also some exclusive content and some good times so you know, if you want to do that, do that. We will absolutely appreciate it. And also, if you want to support me, it's Black History Month. So if you would like to join the Patreon for just this month to support Black people and to support a women of color podcast, do so. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a woman of color, but yes, happy Black History Month for everyone. Um, and thank God that Chinese balloon's down. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know. Um, I love you guys so much, and we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you later, okay? Bye. Bye.